Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I use science, spirituality, and play to help people relax into their true essence so they can experience more ease, joy, and abundance. And I'm so glad you're here. I've got a really super special episode for you in just a couple minutes. So this week, you get to hear my conversation with Ginny Gain and Cassie Parks, and you've heard Ginny on the podcast before. She's fabulous. I love her energy. We have just had so much fun together. And Ginny has this podcast with Cassie called Manifest It Now. And I started listening to that podcast shortly after I had Ginny on my podcast. The first time Ginny was here on the Find Your Awesome podcast was back in January. So if you want to hear Ginny's story and her bio, go back and listen to the very first episode with her and then go listen to the next episode with her, which is us having a conversation about doing life and business differently. So anyway, I started listening to manifest it now after I met Ginny and fell in love with this podcast. And I just love the energy it brings. I love the stories. I love their laughter. I just feel like I hang out with these two amazing women all day as I'm listening to their conversations. And so I reached out to Ginny and said, Hey, will you and Cassie come on my podcast to just share all these real life stories of using law of attraction of how you've manifested your dream life. And so we've done, Pete and I have certainly done some episodes in the past called human design in the wild. So this one is kind of law of attraction in the wild. And it's amazing. I had so much fun with these two. I think you're going to have so much fun listening to them. Like I said, you can go back to an earlier episode to learn more about Ginny. But let me just give you this little snippet from Cassie's bio. Cassie Parks is the fairy godmother for people who struggle to manifest more than parking spaces. And when she's not teaching people how to attract more money, you can find her in the pool, having a dance party with her favorite kiddos, concocting powerful female leads for her novellas, and occasionally sipping on her favorite chocolate cake champagne cocktail. I mean, this is someone you want to hang out with, right? So I am going to get out of the way and let you enjoy this fabulous conversation with Ginny and Cassie and me. Enjoy. I love you so much. Go forth and be awesome. All right, Cassie, welcome, Ginny. Welcome back. I'm so excited to play with you both. I'm excited to be here with you guys, like with Cass too, and you. Me too. It's like Ginny, Ginny got to bring a friend. (laughs) (laughs) I choose Cassie. (laughs) But I did request Cassie as well. Yes. (laughs) Cassie, you are absolutely not just like a tag along. You are here intentionally. (laughs) Kelsey, and we're the I'd dynamic, be fine with that too. Like we're the dynamic duo. We are. <laughs> Cassie and Ginny. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so you guys are, you guys host this podcast. So Ginny, for people who haven't listened to, to the two episodes, Ginny has already been on, listen to them. Uh, the link will be in the show notes. And then Ginny and Cassie have this podcast. Do you want to tell us the name of it and what you guys do there? Go Cass. Yeah, it's called Manifest It Now. And we talk about living the law of attraction and give you our stories. Um, you know, just two people that talk about 
real stories and how we apply it, you know, take those topics that might seem a little unfamiliar and tell you how we practice them. We both have um, sometimes different views. And so we just discuss that openly uh, because we believe it's what you believe that matters and supports that. And so we like to demonstrate that as well, be that example and have fun and laugh. We laugh yeah. a lot. So don't listen if you don't like laughing. <laughs> if you don't like <laughs> laughing, why are you listening to the Find Your Awesome podcast? Yeah. <laughs> we do get people unsubscribed because they're like, oh, they just laugh too much. <laughs> <laughs> too much joy. Can't handle it. Right? It's too much. Yeah. Um, this is really funny because I I don't know if it still exists and I've never actually eaten it, but I just heard like, it's like saying too many marshmallows in Lucky Charms cereal. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. I don't even know if Lucky Charms is still a thing. I oh, think it's it a is, thing. But, oh yeah. Does it still exist? <laughs> oh yeah. We, we got some the other day and I was like, I've never tried Lucky Charms and I actually didn't like the marshmallows. I don't think I would like them either. I don't As like an things adult, that are... I don't like them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I'm adulting. <laughs> uh, so I wanted you guys here one because maybe this is just the primary reason because I freaking love your energy and I told you both before we hit record that I get I, like I can't quit your podcast. I just <laughs> best review ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's I'm like I love having that energy with me. And sometimes I will just listen to you guys and not even be listening, but it's just like playing in the background. I'm like, that's the energy I, I choose to surround myself with. And then I'll go switch to another podcast for a little bit. And I'm like, no, this isn't doing it for me right now. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, it really is our intent. That is a huge part of our intention of sharing the, that podcast with the world is the energy that comes through like we don't, there's lots of things we're still learning and growing as we go, but we are bringing this, everything we know and the energy of joy and enthusiasm and authenticity. So it's so nice to know that that gets communicated in what we're sharing. Yeah. And Ginny, I know that you are a manifesting generator like me, Cassie, I don't know your human design. Do you know yours at all? I do not. Okay. We'll look that up later. Um, but <laughs> Ginny, as a manifesting generator, we are here to play. Yeah. And so you Cassie always... is too. I know that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you'll always hear an MG being like, have fun or okay, let's play with that. Come play with me. Let's play. Da, 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 da. And I just love that you own that energy as well, because, you know, every once in a while I get a little side eye from people being like, oh yeah, I do that. That's so fun for me or go have fun with that. Or let's play and be like, how can you play through like doing growth. laundry? And I'm like, oh. oh, oh yeah. And through growth, like all yeah. of it. How can you not? And then yeah. it's kind of a heavy and hard if you're not playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's I definitely love heavy. And, oh, go ahead, Jen. Well, <laughs> I love the idea, like bringing play into our, what has been considered challenges in the past. Like old paradigm is like work hard, press through push through. And we're, I think this new paradigm is emerging of like, let's relax through this. Let's have joy through this. Let's play through this. Even though there's going to be the hard, uncomfortable parts, we can still bring that into the stuff. Yeah. yeah. And there are some really, really hard parts of life. And I'm not necessarily saying that those are always like 
exploding with joy or super playful, but the day to day can be super playful. The laundry and the dishes and the (laughs) getting dressed. (laughs) Have you guys seen, I always come back to this thing it's a, it's a video, little video going around of a little girl, blonde, curly hair standing on the uh, bathroom countertop. And she's looking in the mirror and she's like, I'm awesome. And you're great. And I love this. And I love this. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. play. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that video has been around for a while. I wonder where that girl is now. I know. <laughs> I really hope she's still doing that or some version of it. Me too. Oh Yeah. So, so what I'm hoping for today's conversation is I just want to talk about LOA law of attraction, whatever you want to call it in the wild of, I want to hear your stories of magic and miracles and delightful surprises. So this is just going to be like totally organic. I have no idea where we're going. I'm so excited to be surprised. So excited to play with you both. And I'm I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I have a feeling this is your style, Kelsey. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I've heard on a few podcasts. I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> I feel like it's really important for other people to understand that. I have no idea what I'm yeah. doing. I mean, I've got some general idea, but like in life, I want you all to know I'm tripping over my big puppy paws all day, every day. Yeah. We all are as humans. And when we just own that life yeah. becomes hilarious. I love it. Yeah. I love owning that. So who wants to go first? Tell me, tell me a story, please. <laughs> I mean, I can start with my, um, fire pit story. Yeah. Um, I mean, the story is years old. Um, and so when I bought my first house, I remember like a hundred dollars was a lot of money to me mm-hmm. at that point. And, um, And so I wanted a fire pit, like one of those copper, right? You sit in the backyard and fire pits. So I, whenever happened or I had the hundred dollars, like I went and invested in it and I got it and it it was a really big purchase. Like spending a hundred dollars on something was a lot for me then. Mm -hmm. And when I moved downtown, I remember like, like there was no place to put, I couldn't have a fire pit on my balcony downtown, right? (laughs) I didn't need it inside my studio apartment. Like that was four square feet of space that didn't need to be taken up. Um, And it was, I had this moment of like, I want to let it go. Like I paid money for it and I wanted it and I loved it. And I did, and it had been used. So it wasn't like in brand new condition. So I let it go. And I don't know how many years later, let's say five or six, when I moved into the house that's connected to my financial independence, I, in the backyard was like the exact same condition, this fire pit that they let, whoever was there before left. And it was was so cool. (laughs) Awesome. And I was just like, yeah, like I can let go more. Yeah. You know, like it's, I didn't need it for six years, but here it is. That is so awesome. And not only did you not need it for that time, but it was going to get in the way. It was going to cramp your style. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. absolutely. You know, and and the universe just like totally took care, uh, gave you exactly what you needed at exactly the right time without you controlling anything. 
just loving it when it was there Mm -hmm. and then letting it go. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's that's an interesting thing about the universe bringing, you know, you can let it go and it will come back better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or not even better, but at the, again, another perfect time. When you need it or you want it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We are such hoarders. I know Amy White has shared that a bunch. She's a regular on the podcast with energy updates from the greater consciousness and the greater consciousness is this group that she channels. And they always say humans are such hoarders. They hoard like these old beliefs, but also we hoard the like, no, I, I, that was a big thing. Like there's an energetic attachment to like, this was a really big deal. I bought this thing for myself. Yeah. And we like carry it around in our little red wagon because it's like, it's mine. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Have the, a perfect follow-up to that of like letting go of, of the thing and it opening up space. Well, it's slightly different. So, um, my husband left his job, his corporate job at the end of last year, just because like more space, different, wanting a different experience. And so I was very encouraging of let's just take space, just not work. Just don't do anything. Right. Which is hard for someone who's really connected to like, I I have to work to, this is what I do. This is who I am. So, but there was a big transition of that happening. And so, you know, Kelsey, he's a triathlete. You know, he was, he had this, his favorite bike that he was like, so attached to, right. It was a Cervelo, Cervelo and it got, you know, a great deal. He had, did so many races with it. And it was the prize It's like this, the only thing I've ever seen him be attached to like have emotional feelings about. <laughs> and, and one morning during this time off from work in the space, um, I woke up and he was like. I think I'm going to sell my bike. I posted my bike and I'm like, what? And I had this like really big reaction (laughs) and he's like, yeah, it just, just felt right. Within the hour, someone had messaged and said, yeah, Hey, yeah, I'd love to buy your bike. There was no questions. There was just like, I want it. When can I get it? He was like, Oh, cool. That's, that was quick. I'm like, well, that's alignment. (laughs) And, and then it turned out that this person was four hours north of us they were up in Jacksonville and he's like oh so how can I get it to you and 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 Lee was like oh well actually we're going to be driving through Jacksonville next week we can drop it off and I'm like of course another little detail perfectly fell into place so when we were on this trip up north we we dropped off the bike and we like literally dropped it off the guy we drove five minutes and stopped to go to the bathroom and, and Lee got a text that said, Hey, I have this uh, business opportunity. I'm going to sell my pool route. The one that you've loved and have been just picking up a little bit. Would you like to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> and he was, Lee was like, you mean you're just dropping this perfect business opportunity that I love in my lap after I just let go of like literally five minutes of this other thing that felt so like close to home. And I was like, Oh my God, I was jumping up and down. He was laughing at me because, because he understands like, like, do your guys' partners kind of laugh at you when you know, you're getting excited about (laughs) manifesting things? There's, there's sometimes a little bit of a 
like he's not buying it he's not <laughs> buying it and then <laughs> and then he's like oh i kind of knew you were gonna say that yeah. and yeah i agree the universe is sassy yeah yes <laughs> so it was so fun it was so clear and it was so obvious mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah not doing anything like to make it make it happen just honoring where he was and opening the space and following like Cass will say the whispers right I think I'm gonna sell my bike (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I mean as somebody who is attached to her bike I have like like I'm I'm in that story I know (laughs) what what would happen if you let go of your bike not forcing it yeah ever but like who would you be without that attachment I'd, well, I love riding my bike so much. I'd need another bike. Yes, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> um, and that's funny because I did have that thought like two weeks ago as I'm like, is this the bike for me? Is it time for a different bike? So that, that little piece has like, there's that little opening back there. It's kind of a like this, but not this, mm-hmm. like it feels like a not right now. but it's now become a possibility. Yeah. And sometimes those things don't come true or like don't move forward for a couple of years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's always fun to be like, Oh yeah. I I saw you coming. Yeah. It's so fun. I love that you mentioned a couple of years too. Cause I think sometimes we'll have the one thought and sometimes people are like, we think in manifesting it's like, click, click, click. This will happen next month, next week. But those ones that take a little bit of time are fun, are super fun to watch. Speaking of playfulness, to like watch unfold. Yeah. Yeah. Over the years. And when we're in it, it feels like it's going so slowly, like at the beginning of something for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I I shared the story of how our we got our new puppy in in the episode that just aired today but I'll I'll give you the little recap. We lost our soul dog a year ago. And I knew, I I thought I felt him bringing us a puppy and I felt it before I thought he and the puppy were going to be in the same physical place at the same time. And then that wasn't happening. And we felt like I I got this really strong message. Oh, Makai, who is our soul dog's name. um, He's going to bring us a puppy through Dr. Liv his vet and didn't say anything like a week later, Dr. Liv texts us and is like, do you guys think you'll be ready for a puppy in August? And we're like, maybe <laughs> well, that was, and then it turns out that we weren't as Makai told Dr. Liv. And then we went from like in December, no puppy, no being like, I was feeling puppy energy so strongly messages were there was this week where it was so intense. I could not look anywhere without seeing some message that was like puppy with all the exclamation points. And I'm like, okay, what? Like I even went on pet finder for a second and was like, is our puppy here? No, our puppy wasn't there. And then it was like two weeks later, we get another text from Dr. Liv. My dog's pregnant. One of these puppies is for you. And so it was just delayed. And now I look at, so he was born in February. And came home to us in early April. I'm like, actually, that was super fast. 
And yet at the time, like all summer, I was kind of like, where's our puppy? Where's our puppy? Where's our puppy? And yet in hindsight, it always is like, oh, it unfolded so quickly. Yeah. You, you have a fun kind of um, puppy manifesting story, Cass. (laughs) Do you call that a puppy manifesting story? (laughs) (laughs) partly yes I knew Cassie was getting a dog I think before she did (laughs) tell the story please um so the time like my partner had wanted she loves Weimariner she's always worked for the Weimariner rescue she had a Weimariner we have a half Weimariner and she was like can I foster puppies and I'm like sure but or can I foster dogs I'm like yeah but we're not keeping them but we're not keeping them She's like, okay. So she had been on the list for over, she had signed up. No one called her back. She signed up. She's on a, she's on like uh, the fundraiser on zoom. This is during COVID. And uh, they're like, oh, we need fosters. And she like types in the chat, like, Hey, I've sent my paperwork and no one's called me back. They're like, oh, we'll get right to you. No one calls. Um, and six months later after that, where they're like, oh yeah, we'll get to you. They, um, I get a text. I think I was like on a session and I pick up the phone after I get done. It's like, we're getting a puppy today. And I was like, okay, or we're getting a puppy. And then like, by the time she gets home, it's like, oh, it's coming today at four. I'm like, okay. <laughs> She's like, I go like, with the flow. Right. It's like, all right, well, we haven't done any of the things that they say you're supposed to, you know, like have a walk through any of that. So we go outside and this puppy is, I mean, she's, she's big for a puppy, but she's only nine months old. And I think she's going to bite my partner's face off. I was like, are we really bringing this dog into our house? Like, really, really with our six-year-old inside? And (laughs) she's like, and we do, and she calms down and, um, you know, we ended up keeping her. She was, she played with our other dog. Like she checked all the boxes, um, and so we kept her. And even that was, we weren't supposed to, like, you're not supposed to jump the line. You're not supposed to get to keep your foster dog. Like you're a foster and then it goes to the next person in line. Right. And, um, but yeah, now we have our, she's been here for almost a year. Um, I just and she love just, that she like attached to you. Like <laughs> she when did. she came in the house, it wasn't like a family dog. It was like, this is Cassie's dog. Oh, <laughs> She likes it, works with her, waits for her, like <laughs> follows her. It's just, I'm like, oh yeah. Cassie manifested that one without really quite knowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's definitely, she sits in the hot tub too. Jen, or like when I'm oh in the hot God. tub, she sits on the stairs and just like hangs out with me. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have any puppy manifesting stories, Jenny? Um, oh, we're on the topic of puppies. Well, even just saying that, like I, when I, I got a puppy with my partner, like years and years ago, and then, and I loved it and we ended up splitting and she took the puppy or, and now he's her dog. Um, and that was actually worked out better for me. Cause I realized like, I love, I was always a puppy sitter, a dog sitter. And I would, I loved that. And that's what I really, I'm like, that's my puppy Phil. It's like, I get to go be with it and love it. And then I can move and travel. I like to move a lot. I liked to move a lot. And so I really feel like 
I have manifested the perfect experiences with so many different and like got these like beautiful connections and attachments. And then when I met my husband, like he had two dogs. And so speaking of like one dog being Cassie's, like one dog is clearly mine. <laughs> one dog is clearly his. And so our little dog Kaya just like follows me. Like she's like same thing, my best friend. And she's so excited. Like when I come home, um, she's there and like waiting for me. And then Lisa is when I am away for a week or so, if I'm traveling somewhere, she's different. She's like, she's just quiet. She's like, she's not as like her excited self. And I'm like, that's adorable. So I do think there's like something with that, you know, animal human connection that exists that we get to like line up with. Oh, absolutely. We could talk about, we can make the whole episode about that. I can talk about that for a long time, but I want to keep talking about manifesting miracles. Okay. Wait, one more thing on pets, because we just had this happen. So we had a cat too. And we, (laughs) I'm not even going to get into Percy, but Max, our cat who has been here for a while and he, both our cats are outdoor cats. And so he got like a cold or something. This was just last week. And so we kept him inside and he wasn't drink. He wasn't drinking or eating. And he was just really like low energy. And we're like, oh man, and we're like, okay, look, we'll go and leave it another day. And then we'll take him into the vet. And then, um, he got outside and he had to go to the bathroom and he left. And so he was like gone. And, and I was like, oh man, he's done this before one other time and left for three days, but he was sick. So we were like, what's, what's he doing? And sometimes, you know, animals will go off by themselves when they're ready to go. And so I just, the whole time I felt so peaceful about it. I was just very like, I don't know what's happening, but it's going to be okay. And I felt really peaceful, but the cool thing, the part I wanted to share was that. So yesterday morning, Lee and I had a conversation. We were just having our normal morning, whatever. And I said, like, you know, how are you feeling about Maxi? And we just had this conversation that was like just sharing feelings and then leaving it open. So it was, it was really like, oh, I wish he would have said goodbye and like just appreciating him and saying, he, he's such a strong cat. Like he has so many, he has so much life left to give, whatever, blah, blah. And it was just a really like genuine, open, loving interaction about our cat. <laughs> and then Lee walked out the door and it's like, Maxie! and Maxie was there. And then I was like, so excited. And so it's so interesting how it works. Cause it's not like our conversation made that happen, but there's something with it that those two things lined up. Right. It's, it's again, like the letting go. It's like, totally. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad that story had a happy ending, Jenny. I was, I was a little <laughs> nervous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a, the letting go of the fire pit. It's the, it's the letting it's go. go. Oh my Which gosh. So All of our for stories humans. are going to be like, this is the, the theme. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this tell be- me. Go ahead. What were you saying? I mean, this is just true. I love how it's coming out in the theme and all the stories because the more we let go, the easier manifesting is. Mm-hmm. The less we control. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you both have manifested houses. How has yeah. that 
panned out for you? You share Cass. Oh, <clears throat> so many houses. Um, amazing. I mean, so the, <laughs> you know, uh, manifested a lot of houses, you know, there's a couple in particular, you know, the one that was where I got my, there's two that are like connected to my financial freedom. Um, I always say the first one was when I was technically financially free, but I didn't want to live off of that (laughs) income. So I kept moving forward, but that was the, you know, technically when I got to move into that space where I was like, well, this is always an option. You can walk out of your job any day, you know? And then there was the house that, uh, you know, I had intended um, through a series of inspirations. This is a longer story, but um, I ended up buying this house with my sister. She got the bottom, she got the three bedroom on the bottom. It had been converted into separate units in the basement. And I got the carriage house in the two bedroom and the carriage house paid the entire, my entire half of the mortgage and the bills. And so I had my two bedroom place that I could live without having to make a payment. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. When I always like telling the story of the feeling of when we bought our first house. And so this was a number of years back, but we had, you know, done the manifesting things of what do we want in a house? What do we want to all the things? What, and then of course, most importantly, what do we want it to feel like? And so we, you know, we did that and we spent, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks, three weeks, three or so weeks, just having fun looking at houses. And then there was a time where it got frustrated. We're like, we're not finding anything. What do we want? And then our realtor sent us, um, two houses and he said, these just came up. Um, do you want to go look at them today? And one of the numbers on the house was two, 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 two. And so that, and that was, that's two, two is my number. And so I was like, and I looked at the pictures. I'm like, this looks amazing. This looks great. And the energy was there. Like both of us were going into that like evening excited about what we were going to find. We like knew we're like, this is it. This is our house. We're going to love this house. And we pulled up to that house and I'm like, this like even just looking at it, I'm like, nope, this doesn't feel right. And I'm like, but what happened? What went wrong? We are walking around the house and I'm just like, oh, and I'm like trying to like it because I had the energy of like, I thought we were finding our house tonight. And then we both said like, okay, no, this, this doesn't really feel like it. And he's like, well, this other one just came on the market. We can go look at it if you want. So we walked, or we drove over and I walked in the door and I was like, this is our house. And it was like an instant. I literally walked up the stairs and, and my partner was like, don't you want to see the house first? And I'm like, no, I know this is it. And it was like the clearest feeling I had ever. And it just, I love that those moments of clarity, because when you practice the feeling and what it feels like, you just know it when it shows up, you don't have to look at the room or look at the numbers or anything. I'm like, this is it. It was so cool. I loved, I loved that experience. Uh, That is so similar to our experience manifesting this house. So we had been traveling in the camper for 16 months and then just kind of like we were in Sarasota for a while and we're like, I feel like it's time to put down roots. Cool. Is this the place? I guess this is the place. So a friend (laughs) recommended a realtor. We called him and he's like, okay, when do you want to buy a house? And we're like, today? 
He's like, how about tomorrow? I'm like, okay. And so <laughs> he, showed, so he showed us like eight houses that first day and none of them were it. And at the end of the day, oh, and we had, we had Makai with us. So, I mean, cause you can't leave a dog alone in a camper. So he's in the car with us. So we'd take turns, like one would go in and, and then come out and be with Makai and dog life. Switch. Yeah. And, um, we were pretty sure our realtor thought we were both like, we were going to completely disagree. And at the end of the day, he's like, what do you think? And we were totally on the same page. Like, well, these are our like top three of the ones we saw, but they're not it. And then I had an appointment with an acupuncturist and she just mentioned, oh, you want to look in this area. And then we told the realtor that the next day, brand new house comes on for that area. I'm like, we need to go look at that house. And he like kind of tried to dissuade us from it at first. Like, I, I can't remember what he said, but we're like, no, we're going to look at that house tomorrow. When we got here. I'm like, I remember saying to him, tell me why we shouldn't buy this house. And the only thing was, it was, I like had seen like a year before. So the whole time we were traveling in the camper, we were like, we have no idea where we're going to live because our original- thoughts had been to move to Jupiter, Florida. And then that you would have been so close. I know, but, but it would have been too early. Yeah. But Jupiter was a no. So we traveled around the country instead and then came back to the other side of Florida. And I had seen like, since we started our travel adventure, like I had seen a yellow house and this house, when we bought it was like, you could call it like but it was not yellow. <laughs> it was like, I guess that's yellow. If you have to choose from like four different colors, if it's not purple, it's yellow. Um, and then we got it repainted this past summer. And now it is the yellowest house Aww. in this area. It is decisive yellow. We both like yeah. picked out the yellow colors and we're both like that one. That's cool. Yes. That's amazing. Gosh, timing, right? Like, oh, I know. So cool. Well, and so I don't know how I didn't remember this at the beginning, but if you want to hear the story, so we actually literally signed for this hat, the, um, the offer on the way to Jenny's wedding for oh, yeah. our current house, like literally. So we, <laughs> I didn't even know any was happening. Like you yeah, showed up I was like, the wedding, I'm not gonna like, see. we might have bought a house after we were married already. You yeah. waited. <laughs> I did. Cause I was like, I'm not, this, I'm not, this isn't what's happening. This is Jenny's weekend. Like we're, yeah. we're doing wedding. <laughs> yeah. But we had found this house and it had a pool and we went to see it and we liked the house, but it wasn't a yes. Like there are reasons it was a no, like the price wasn't what we wanted to pay because they hadn't finished some stuff. Like it just didn't feel good. We're like, no. And I'm like, don't worry about it. I said, no, one's going to pay this price. Like we'll just wait it out. Cause we made an offer for what we wanted to pay. And they were like, no, I said, don't worry about it. So a couple weeks or maybe even a month after that, we went to see our friends and we were like, yeah, we're getting this house. And then she went to show it to her friends and it said pending and she, like, her face was like, oh my, she like shows it to me. And I'm like, uh oh, and <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. But she wasn't okay in that moment. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, well, we'll just see what happens. Well, she immediately went to start looking, pulled up all the places with pools and we flew in uh, from Massachusetts, actually, like 
on the Tuesday. And then we were here for Wednesday and we left Thursday for Jenny's wedding. So the Wednesday we went to see this house and we were like, yeah, that's it. And we're in a hurry, like signing the paperwork before we get on the plane um, (laughs) to go to Jenny's wedding. And yeah, it was perfect. And it's amazing. It has a pool. We're now like returning the upstairs into an Airbnb, like we're renting the pool. It's so awesome. I love that. Do you guys find that? there's a, like so many times when it goes from like something doesn't exist and then all of a sudden it exists. Yes. Like for me, like with this yes. house. Yeah. So we did buy it in like two days after we decided <laughs> we were going to buy a house here. And in Maine, the house we had been renting, the, um, the owners had said, we were like, can we have an extension? We don't know where we want to live yet. And they were like, well, yeah, we'll give you an 11 month lease instead. And we're like, no, no, no. We were just looking for like an extra month. And no, literally, no. I think we had to be out of that house in eight days when we found our house Whoa. that we were like, oh, this is it. Oh, it yeah. Was. So it's- many timings like that work mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that's the letting go again. I wonder if it's just like, oh, I don't know surrender, like, please guide me, show me where to go, show me what to do. And then the universe is like, here you go. Yeah. I mean, we can get out of the way. Yeah. I totally think it is. Do you think this is just a question to put out there? We, if we let go earlier, it would come in earlier. I feel like, yes, but are we capable of letting go earlier? Or do we need to like, I think there's it for me, there's, I I'm not attached. I'm not attached. I'm not attached. And then it's when I really let go that I'm like, Oh, I was a little bit attached. Yeah. yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Oh, that's cute. But I thought I wasn't attached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think you're right. There's something to, as long as we're paying attention to where we're at on our journey, like, and we're doing that. We're saying like, I'm letting go as much as is available to me right now. And then the degree of letting go is guided almost like going parallel with this timing of the other thing that's going to line up perfectly. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's all about the divine timing and we have no idea what the perfect timing is until it happens. Then we're like, Oh yeah, you played that so well universe. Like, so sorry. I got in there and tried to micromanage it for a second. I really don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) And I think sometimes for me, it's like the, I will be hard on myself for not letting go sooner because, but I, it's not supposed, I'm not supposed to, you know what I mean? Like there's that part of me that wants to say, you should be doing better. You should be totally easy about this when it's actually okay to be wherever I am and that there's something else here. You know, I don't, I never have the whole picture. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Cassie. I was going to say that happened with my Jeep and selling my Jeep. Um, you know, at the beginning we were talking about like, you know, things that take years. It was okay. 20. So I think we were in port and we were at the beach in 2017 and Jenny and I are like walking on the beach. And I'm like, I think I'm going to sell the Jeep. I remember that. Like, and I think I'm going to like buy my cousin's like family car and be ready for that. Um, cause at that time there was no family. 
Yeah, there was no family. Yeah. Like I didn't need a family car, but I was just like, yeah, I think it's time to sell a Jeep and just like let it go. And it went years by and my friend, my cousins actually didn't end up selling their car until um, I had a family. They held it a lot longer than they planned. Um, and, but then I still had the Jeep. I didn't sell the Jeep to get that. And it was last year. I was like, it's, it's time. Like it's time to sell the Jeep. This doesn't make any sense. I am ready to let it go. And so it was like this, what that was probably like March or April. I'm like, yeah, I'm selling it, but I didn't do anything. And I was really good at not doing the shoulds. Like I should, I'm not really driving it and I'm paying insurance. Like I, I was doing such a good job of staying out of all that. And I just let it. And then in like July, I think she took it and she detailed it and she took all the pictures and she sent them to me. And she's like, when you're ready, like, I just want you to have what you need. So in the meantime, in about August, I lent the Jeep to friends of mine. And so they had the Jeep. And then in October, one day we actually had COVID and I'm sitting at home and it was just total inspiration. I'm like, oops, the data list, the Jeep. Never mind you that I don't even have the Jeep in my possession to let someone test drive it. And we have COVID. So there's a whole like, you know, put the keys outside yeah, type of thing going to happen. Yeah. Right. And so all of the things don't make sense to sell the Jeep then. But it was so inspired. None of those even came into my head. I just listed it. I got all these responses. And then this one guy, um, I got a lot, but I think the first guy was like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I was like, he's like, can I come drive it? I was like, well, it's actually at my friend's house. (laughs) Like, I don't have it, but I will work on getting it back. And, you know, so then I worked on that and I'm like, oh, we have COVID. So I'll wipe the keys down. We'll go from the window. I'll leave it unlocked. You guys can come by and see it. And I did that whole transaction like safely, but, um, without, like I sold the Jeep instantly, what it, like, what would seem like the worst time to sell the car of all the times in the past year. Yeah. I love so much that like, it is logically, this is a very, very, very bad idea. (laughs) Right. And yet inspiration, (laughs) you follow that the urge comes and you got to follow it. Yeah. It's like, this is the moment. And it was perfect. He wanted it for his kid. He was, um, you know, he, I made way more money. You know, I ended up, I traded in a car for the Jeep, but the amount of like cash, like I got that back 15 years later, Mm. I get the amount of cash that like I paid for the Jeep and, um, because of the way like cars are right now. And so it was just like the time to sell it and just all lined up perfectly. I love that so much. Yeah. That's super fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like the universe for me, I shared this story. I've shared it with my audience a few times, but just buying a new hydration pack for running and mm-hmm. then it was feeling it was so heavy and hard. And yet I was <laughs> stubborn and I was like, no, I need one. I'm going to get it. And I got this one pack and it didn't fit at all. It was like made for a doll. Um, and sent that back same day I received it. And I'm like, okay, you know, I I'll, I'll use what I've currently got. And it was fine. It was fine for like three weeks. And then it suddenly wasn't. Then all of a sudden my bottle started falling out. It started a chafing seems like an understatement. Uh, it's sort of like carving holes in my back. And then one day, like, I'm not thinking about it at all. I'm just like, okay. I'm, <laughs> I was like, I have a system. If I wear my hair in pigtails and I take my earrings out 
and I sl- cover the chafing spots with band-aids and I just slather the rest of oh my, gosh, my back with body glide. It's good. I'm good. Like, honestly, it wasn't cool. It wasn't like a, oh my God, I've really got to deal with this. I was just like, I, I got this. Right. And then one day in my inbox, there's this email, just like this really pretty color, this hydration pack that I'm like, oh, that's my new hydration pack. And I slept on it, ordered it the next day. We are now rub- running together quite happily. It's no, no carving out of skin. Oh, no. No. The skin is intact now. Good. Very much. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> totally just opening the space. And then that, like, ugh, the thing showing up, mm-hmm. showing up in your inbox. Like, how many little times I've asked for, oh, you got to reach out to, um, that person and boop, in the inbox. Oh, oh, here, Jenny, would you like to, I remember this happens all the time in business when I'm like, oh, I'd like to find a new person, design person to do this, or I'd like to find someone to help me with this. And then literally like, oh, here, Jenny, I had this idea. I want to refer you my friend. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I have had, and then the other thing from that story, the hydration pack, like I get the idea early, like I know we're moving right now. Like I know we're, we're moving someplace. Like we're moving to a different house. I have no idea where it is. And I'm just waiting. Like, just, just guide me. Show me, show me the breadcrumbs. Yeah. I have no idea. Again, I'm going to say, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea where we're going. And this is so frustrating for like my parents and my (laughs) husband's family. They're like, so are you guys moving? Yeah. Where? Don't know. When? Don't know. Yeah. We are moving sometime. <gasps> oh. Sometime. We're the same. We like, I could say all those same things. We're moving. No idea where other than at some point it's going to be to the mountains somewhere, some ocean, like over some ocean. I don't know. <laughs> but my friends always have a running joke. And this really started like right as I was getting into LOA, I was more just like this. This is just who I was, but I would say like, oh yeah, I'm going to Thailand. They're like, oh, amazing. When I'm like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I I don't know when, I don't know how that's going to happen. And, and every time they're like, you're so it's like, it's like, you're saying it for real. Like it's going to happen. I'm like, I am. It is. It is going to happen. Yeah. Did and you then do I that realize. as like a little kid? I don't think so. More like, or not that I remember anyways. I'll ask my parents about that. But then I realized that's very LOA. I didn't know that I was doing that. <laughs> that's perfect. I want to hear some money manifesting stories. Yeah. Um. All right. So we talked about the financial independence one. Um, that house also, we decided to sell it two years later. Um, we bought it for three fifty, and we sold it for eight fifty. I realtor thought I was crazy because I called him and I said, this is what we're going to sell it for eight fifty, And I'm not letting anyone see it. Cause at this time we had all moved out and it was being rented by other people. And I'm not going to let anyone see it until there's a contract. And he didn't say it that moment, like you're crazy. He, he just trusts me enough because he's seen me work my magic. 
um, that he did exactly what I wanted. And sure enough, within a month or maybe two, we had a contract for the full price and they got to see it after, you know, they had a contract. Um, so yeah, that was, um, 250,000 for each of us before taxes. That was fun. That's That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, talking about timing, I really love this, you know, cause we're talking about the things that are yours. And you reminded me of this when you said like your realtor kind of tried to talk you out of a house. So I had this condo for sale a couple of years ago and it stayed on the market way longer than it, like it should have right by my accounts and knowing the market. And when we got, and then, and then it got three offers, like three offers. And there was a lot of other things that I was doing in that moment, which made sense. But, um, there were three offers on the table. And so I ended up getting $10,000 more than Mm -hmm. I had listed it for, asked for. And when we got to closing the woman, I don't know how she started telling a story. She goes, yeah, she goes, I wanted this house when I first saw it three months ago, but my realtor talked me out of it. And I was like, I mean, the whole other side of like, what? But it was so interesting. Like the house waited for her. I ended up in a better position, you know, and like she got what she wanted, even though, and because it was so weird, like, I'm like, this should have sold. But, you know, even when someone gets in the way or we let someone talk us out of something, like if it's ours, we get it. It comes, it comes back. It stays there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or when it's we always... talk ourselves out of something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it's yeah. always like, oh, there's something, <laughs> there's something better. There's, yes. I had a moment um, a couple weeks ago. I thought I was maybe going to race a triathlon this past weekend. And I was like, I want a new kit. And so I went, there's this kit that I kind of liked. It, it was like muted colors. It was not, it was not Kelsey colors. Not like Kelsey, I see this yeah. in high sight. But I went and it was out of stock in my size. And I'm like, Oh, cool. There's something better coming. Yes. That just happened to me today. I forget what it was, but I was trying to do something and then I, and it wasn't working and I'm like, Oh, okay. It's not there. Or I can't process the payment. Like so many times I've gone through and get to checkout and it's just like spinning and spinning. And I'm like, okay, thanks universe. Like not the right time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not this right now yeah, or not this or not the right time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to know about like manifesting clients. You guys both have your own businesses. Mm-hmm. Have Fine. you just had the perfect client show up at the perfect time all the time, all the time. Yeah. Um, it's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. I love them. I love the, a lot of stories will go like this. Like some of them have like traditional like business path. Like, Oh, I saw this, you know, I heard your podcast. I went and got your download. I did this, but most of the time it's like, Oh, I've never listened to an LOA podcast before, but I went in a search and I found manifest it now. And then I was like, Oh, I could hire her. Like, I don't even know why I was looking for a podcast. Right. I've never done that before. Those are like my favorite. And that's a lot of them. There is no like that's my favorite part is, oh, I, you can tell it's inspired. Like, oh, I just randomly looked up this and you were on someone else's blog. I love the random ones. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So if a business coach were to say to you, Cassie, where do your clients come from? What would you say? (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) That's probably better than my response was tends to be magic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, mine is my vibration. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say like intention. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love, like, I have this, this has happened so many times where, so generally people will, like Cass said, you know, get the free download and then they like they're learning about you and, and what you're offering, then they'll start listening to the podcast. And I can't tell you the amount of times that I've been working with someone we're in like halfway through our one-on-one coaching. And I said something like, Oh, like the, did you see that newsletter? And she's like, Oh no, I didn't get your newsletter. And I'm realized like, they're not on my list. Like they're not yeah. on my newsletter. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's um... cool. It is cool. Um, I had one client and like, she kept hearing like references on calls to the podcast. She goes, what's the podcast? Like, <laughs> and That's you get, cool. isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. It um, took me, go ahead. No, just go ahead. <laughs> well, I really liked, uh, when I think back to, as I was starting and just starting to get clients and the difference between now there's such a knowing only because I've experienced it so many times, especially with my one-on-one coaching, I only have a certain amount of spaces and every, like I'm, I swear 90% of the time, it's like the week, the one person is ending, there's a new request. Mm. And I'm like, and this is the way I've set it up from the beginning and like perfect clients, perfect timing. And I don't have to worry or, or plan or anything. And I didn't quite trust that at the beginning, right. Until it started to happen. And it's just, it's so amazing. And I just, I don't know. I wanted to acknowledge that it takes a little bit to like, get it going. Like you practice the trust at the beginning, but that is a reality to have perfect clients show up at perfect times, the perfect numbers that flow. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you so much on that. I have like one client ends and I get really excited, not because they don't love that client, but, but I'm like, oh, what's what? coming in? <laughs> yeah. And then there's impatient Kelsey. That's like, okay, now where are they? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> like, and then there might be a moment of what do I need to do? No, huh? no, no. Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> yeah. You can catch it now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, let's just, let's keep talking money for a second. Manifesting yeah. money. Like what about, so you talked about the big stuff, Cassie, like the real estate deals. What about just like the funny little, like, I don't know, like someone gives you a huge tip or all of a sudden someone you find money or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so that one was real estate. I have a story about how I like literally didn't know I was buying this condo. I didn't really want it. Um, and, (laughs) but I was like, Oh, but I need to buy it. Not like need in a desperate need, but it was like, yeah, you're supposed to buy it. I sold it two months later and made (laughs) $10,000. That one was because I was just like, I kept being like, why am I buying this? Um, Big tips. Um, You know, my favorite, this isn't necessarily like a big tip, but um, one of my first clients that did the workshop, um, we had got on the phone and she said yes. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, if you want to pay me today, there's a discount. And she's like, no, I'll send you a check. I'm like, okay. And so I never got the check. And this person had sent me money before. 
And so the check never got there. The date, it was the day before the date of the workshop. And I sent out, I'm like, I'm doing a workshop tomorrow. So I'm just going to make a special offer. And I sent out an email and I get a reply from her. She's like, I'm taking the workshop tomorrow. I sent you a check. And I was like, I'm like, I didn't get the check. And she like gives me this address, which was an old address. And, but I was like, how did you send it there when you had sent me to my correct address before? And so I went and I picked up the check and it was just that trusting that I'm doing it. And it was for more, it was like, she hadn't taken the discount, you know, she had, um, paid the full price. So that was fun. Um, one that was really fun, um, for me early on, you know, I would manifest, I manifested a 20% raise before I knew that was like crazy, you know, or like that, that didn't happen. You know, I just set the intention. I said, I want a 20% raise and in a couple months I got it. Um, there's a really fun, um, you know, when I, when I started my job and I was working on my money mindset, oh, this actually, I'll tell this one instead, because I wanted it to be something that came out of nowhere. So when I started working my money mindset, I had bought a house about a year and a half before it was my first house. And I had made an offer for this house lower than I paid. And they said, no, we're a nonprofit. Um, and so we want to make the 10% we can make. And I'm like, all right. So they're like, this is the bottom line. All right, cool. A year and a half later, I get this call and I answer. And this woman goes, this is going to sound really weird, but just stick with me. You bought a house from us like a, about a year or two ago. And I'm like, okay. And she tells me the company and I'm like, okay, yeah. She goes, we owe you money. Like we have to send you money. <laughs> and I was like, and she goes, I know this sounds weird, but we got audited and we made too much money on your house and we have to send you like $2,000. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. I love that. Do you guys, okay. um, I can't remember which, do you know who Tosha Silver is? The author, she wrote mm-hmm. outrageous openness and it's not your money. I think it's in outrageous open or in it's not your money that she shares this story of, I forget what the situation was, but all of a sudden this guy was like, I have to give you this money. And he's just like, I have to, I don't know why. Like but I have to give you this money. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. It's so unlimited. The places are so unlimited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've had that have to give one of my favorite stories. I stopped at seven 11 on the way to work for something. And I know I didn't hit like, give me cash back. But the next thing I knew the guy was like handing me a $5 bill. And I was like, I didn't hit the button (laughs) and I walk outside and there was a girl who clearly was living on the streets. And I'm like, Oh, this is yours. Like, Uh, just like, I was just the vehicle. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Oh, I love that so much. That's wicked. Yeah. Um, I had a client show up to pay me more money before. Was that at the, when I was at that dinner with you? Yeah. Yeah. She was in town and we had worked together. She did my workshop and, um, people were staying on. And at that point she said like, she had wanted to stay on and pay me more money. Um, but just didn't have it. But then when she did, she was in town for some other conference and she's like, can I just stop by and say hi? And I'm like, yeah. And she comes to this dinner and she hands me an envelope with a thousand dollars in it. <laughs> she's it like, I wanted to example. give you more money. <laughs> I wanted to give you more money. Like right? amazing. 
Mm-hmm. And I talk about happy money with people all the time. Like, is your money happy? Are but, and that's like, I wanted to give you more money. That is giving happy money. I love yes. it. So happy. We went when Lee and I were at a concert a couple of weeks ago, and I had found sometimes I'll put money in books and then <laughs> forget about it. And then when I'm reading the book and I find it, yeah. So that had happened, you know, a couple hundred dollar bills fell out of the book I was reading. I was like, oh, perfect. I'll use this this weekend. And so I was like, here, this is our fun money. Like we each get a hundred dollar bill to, to play with at the concert. And we tried to spend it and everything was cards. Like you, you couldn't pay cash. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but it was kind of extra fun because now we're going into our back, you know, our normal life and, and, you know, getting to spend this money still same fun, but that played, I love that happy money. Yeah. Yeah. Is your money? Cause there's like happy money where someone's like, I really want to give you this. And there's like, not so happy money, which is like, Oh, fine. I owe you money. Here it is. Yes. I don't yeah. want that money. Yeah. I want the happy one, money. one vibe draws it in and one vibe pushes it away. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny what you just said, Jenny, about like they only accepted cards because the other day I was touching the cash in my wallet for the first time in a while. And as I was going through it, I was like, this feels like Monopoly money. Like, I feel like this isn't real. Yeah. Wait till you get Canadian cash on your hands. You know, that's my oh, yeah. Well, that that lives in a mayonnaise jar in our closet. Just every time we go up to Canada, that. <laughs> that's where foreign mo- foreign money is foreign money. stashed that's is so funny really just canadian money i was just i'm going to canada tomorrow i'm flying out and i just put a bunch in my i just like same i keep it in a drawer for when i go to canada you don't keep it in a mayonnaise drawer <laughs> not a mayonnaise jar <laughs> this is my husband's yeah thing <laughs> uh you guys this has been so fun is there anything else that you need to share with people like any that other you stories have to share. That you have to share. <laughs> that you're being told right now, like you gotta tell this story. Nothing's coming to me. I'm good. I'm just like, now this makes me want to go write down the stories. Like sometimes it takes yeah. a minute to remember, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stories always come through like they're nudged at the perfect time. Yes. But the tell me a story is always like, I know, I know. Deer in the headlights. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys, will you please tell us where we can find you and how people can work with you? Of course. So you can find Manifest It Now on whatever podcast platform you're currently listening to. Um, that's Jenny and I. We have plenty of episodes to keep you busy. Go on walks with just hear laughter, whatever you want. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, um, you can find everything that I do at morecassie.com, more C-A-S-S-I-E.com. I I love that URL. Thank you. (laughs) I just learned this last time and I'm like, that's amazing. Is this like, can you tell us the story behind that? Do you want more Cassie? Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. So I, you know, I'm training abundance facilitators now and I'm like, all right, we need, um, like a place to send, you know, cause you should, 
I, I like to just share one link and be like, okay, you can go there and you can find whatever I've talked about. Right. And so if you go to markassi.com, you'll find like my manifesting program, my books, the podcast, like anything that I would have mentioned, you can get more Cassie there. So yeah, <laughs> I started getting them for my, myself and my abundance facilitators. I'm like, this is going to be great. It's the perfect website to share on a podcast interview. It, it is. Thank it's you. So I think you fun. just inspired so many people to have more, whatever. And there might be a more Kelsey.com. Who knows? I love it. Jenny, <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you? Mine's really simple. It's JennyGain.com. G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E. And you can find all about me there. <laughs> Whenever I, when you spell your name um, out loud on the podcast, sometimes you do it slowly. And I feel like you're going to be like, um, I don't know. It sounds like a cheer to me. And I'm like ready to cheer with you. <laughs> G, I, I and, 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 and what? <laughs> it's like B, aggressive. B, E, aggressive. G-E-A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. B, aggressive. That was from like seventh grade field hockey. Good job. You're welcome, (laughs) podcast listeners. I love you guys. Thank you so much for creating this high five episode with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you know somebody who needs to hear this episode right now, please share it with them. And if you're inspired to do so, please go give the Find Your Awesome podcast a five-star rating and a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to learn more about Ginny, go to GinnyGain.com. If you want to learn more about Cassie, go to MoreCassie.com. And if you want to learn more about me, go to KelseyAbbott.com. And while you're there, get yourself on my email list so you are totally up to date with all the things that I am up to in my business. All right. I love you. You're amazing. Go manifest everything you want. Experience the magic of life. Experience the joy. Live in the joy. Have so much fun and go forth and be awesome.